Hello, all of my in-demand listeners. We are going to be talking today about what do you do after you speak? What about that feedback and how to get testimonials? That's what we're really going to be diving in today about what's next after you're done speaking. You're listening to Be In Demand, the podcast for honest advice, inspiring stories, and ideas for growing your business by leveraging the expert that you are. I'm your host, Loria Mirabito business mentor, and I'm also a reformed painfully shy girl, red wine lover, and exercise enthusiast. Join me as I share how being positioned as the expert in your industry, even if it's a busy one, will help you stand out and be the one in demand to hire and work with. So I'm super excited to actually share all of this with you, and I'm not sure when this podcast is actually going to be released. Uh, My team sort of helps me with that. But At the time that I'm doing this recording, November was a very busy, actually this whole fall has been a very busy speaking season for me. I've been speaking a lot in person and also virtually. And a couple of weeks ago, I spoke virtually for a a medical organization. So lots of healthcare workers who were attending this particular conference. And The feedback that I got both right away from the uh, organizer and the owner of the company, it sort of took me back to this time when I spoke down in Florida for an HR association. Now, I tell a lot of stories, and if you listen to a recent podcast of mine where I talked about different stories that you tell that you so that your audience, so that whoever's listening can actually picture and see themselves in the story. So I spoke for this HR association, and because I tell a lot of stories, this was something very new for them. And I could, um, like, afterwards when I was getting the feedback, it was like, I that's when I realized they're not used to stories. And I had a a jam pack room. This was like their annual dinner meeting. Most of them are, the other ones are actually were breakfast meetings. So this was their annual dinner meeting where they actually put a lot of effort into this particular event. And I told a lot of stories. And that's exactly what I did with this medical conference is I told stories, both personal stories and stories from my clients. And the reason why I'm sharing all this with you is because the owner of the company whom I ended up speaking for, for all of these medical people, he said, I'm so used to case studies. Now, I was speaking about communication because that's what I'm all about. I'm all about how do you connect with your audience? How do you connect? And in this case, how do you connect with your patients? How do you connect with your team members more effectively? So he was so used to presentations that are on pathology. So lots of case studies, you know, so that the audience can actually see like before and afters and try and um, pick out what the pathology is, where mine was more of a how-to. So that sort of let me know because they've already hired me for another talk that I'm going to have to either add case studies or let the owner of the company know that this isn't going to be one of those case studies that I'm going to use stories to actually share my message. So after you're done speaking, so that was, you know, that was one form of feedback was both the people that were on the hiring team and a couple of other people, the owner. So it was like four people that were online that we we all stayed on the Zoom call while everybody else went away. Now, I love feedback. I absolutely love 
love feedback, both good feedback and what might be considered not so good feedback. Um, It depends on your interpretation. And I asked them, like, when you get the evaluation forms back in, would you please share the feedback with me? Because I want to see what people thought of of what I was teaching. And whenever you're speaking, I want to highly encourage you to ask for that feedback also. Because one of the things, one of the common questions that I have gotten is, what's been your best speech, your best presentation? And I always say, my next one. Because I am always looking to improve. I am always looking to connect more with my audience. So it's always, I take what I learned, both from my perspective, but also from the audience's perspective and the meeting planner's perspective, and I use that moving forward. So one particular piece of feedback that I got from one of the attendees was, I would say, not so wonderful. Um, and it, well, it, was, it was just sort of neutral. It was actually constructive feedback. They just wished that I had dove in deeper into this and this and this. Um, again, it was about communication. They were asking for, you know, if I could have dove a little bit more deeper into body language, tone, and also like the words once I had described all this. And my hunches, because in the very beginning of the presentation, I said to the audience, I could be speaking on communication and how to connect with your patients and your your team members and, and anybody that you're in a relationship with. I could talk about this for hours, but I only have one hour with you. So I let them know that I was going to give them the biggest bang for their buck. What could they walk away with and know that it was going to help them right away? Now, this is something that when I've been hired by big companies who have to put on sales presentations that are multi-day presentations, I'm usually brought in, unfortunately, the day before, the the very day before that they're actually going to start, they're going to give this presentation. And because I only have a day, I have to give these people who are giving this presentation, I don't want to rewrite everything. But what I want to do is give them skills that are going to give them the biggest bang for their buck. And that is exactly what I told this audience. So this one person who did say, hey, I wish that she had, you know, dove a little bit deeper into this, this and this, they might not have heard me say that in the very beginning. I have no idea when people joined the presentation, might not have even known what my background was. So what I take away from that is that at the very end, now this is a medical conference talk that was for a CME, a credit that these people need to maintain their credentials for. So in the beginning, you know, I did say, here's what we're going to be covering. And at the end, I did have like a little recap slide that said, here's what we talked about. I normally wouldn't do have those kind of slides, but What I should have done for this particular case was, again, when I was talking about here's what we talked about today, here's what you learned, I should have reiterated, and this is what I will do the next time, reiterated, I could have talked about communication for hours. There is so much that I could have dove into, but I wanted to give you the gift of like the biggest bang for your buck. What could you get the biggest ROI with? Return on your investment, your investment being your time with me. 
I should have reiterated that. And like I said, like next time I will. So that's what that feedback is good for. One of the things I want you to understand about feedback is it means nothing about you. Nothing. All the good feedback, all the she's a great speaker, she gave some great tips. I mean, there were there was like 125 people on on this Zoom call. Lots of like I would say like 99% of the people said like, "Oh my god, she was a great speaker. She had great gave some great tips." Again, none of that means anything about me. And then the other one piece of feedback that, you know, was like could have dove deeper, like it was constructive um, feedback. And I appreciate that person actually taking the time, time to share that. That doesn't mean anything about me. You know, to be unattached to feedback, but to be able to use it to move forward. You know, so I'm reading it. And just because there's 99%, you know, of this is like positive feedback, doesn't mean like, oh, I've arrived, you know, and like, I'm such a wonderful speaker. No, it doesn't mean any of that. But what I can take from that is they really resonated with the topic. They really resonated with my stories. They resonated with the simple tips that I gave them. You know, these are healthcare workers that are in busy, stressful environments, working with patients who are scared, they are tired of being sick, they are unsure of what their future is going to be like. You know, that makes for some difficult situations to really connect. And I wanted to give them simple things that are not complicated. And also, I shared with them that, like, it's a case-by-case situation, What's going to work for one patient situation may not work for another patient situation. Now, let's take that in your speaking when you are speaking in person or virtual. One story that you have may resonate so well with that, with one audience. And people are going to come up to you and just say, wow, like, and give you positive feedback about how that story just really impacted them. And then you're going to use the story again with another audience and it's going to fall flat. Does it mean it's a bad story? No. Does it mean it was a good story? No. It just resonated with one audience and it didn't resonate with another audience. So that's where I tell my clients, like, you want to look at that audience because, you know, with speaking, there's a lot of self-trust that comes into this and you have to on the spot know or even as you're planning your presentation, what stories to use. And a lot of times, like, that all comes from, like, that comes with time. You actually have to try new stories out. And a lot of times what I tell a lot of my clients is, you know, like, you've got your signature talk, and if you want to test a new story, well, you just take your signature talk and you replace one of your stories, and we test out a story. And you've probably heard me say in a, in a previous Um, episode about recording, you know, and when you record, and you know that, oh, that story really resonated with this particular audience, you know, being able to have that transcript so that you could actually let me let let me see that story. Let me see how I told that story. And that's gold. But again, it doesn't mean anything about you as an individual as a speaker. But there's valuable information in getting feedback and finding out. And in this particular case, I'm always about 
you know, if you can give me some feedback, if you can share with me the feedback forms. I love it when people share that with me because what I've just been talking about, because I love to use it, not because I'm trying to, you know, pat myself on the back. I want to see what people really think. That helps me move on to the next talk. And because they've already hired me for a second presentation in the coming year, I'm going to use that feedback and I'm like, I know exactly like what I got to make sure that I do in the next presentation. And the next presentation won't be the same one. I'm doing a different topic for them. So what I want you to walk away with is to really understand how to use all of this kind of feedback. And this is something that I talk with with my private clients. And maybe you're thinking, I just don't even have a signature talk. I've been thinking about one, but I'm waiting to get booked. And, you know, you've probably heard me say that it's kind of a broken strategy, because what you want to do is you want to get ready to be ready. There are lots of times that speakers aren't able to show up for meetings or presentations. And if the meeting planner knows, or the organizer knows that you happen to be a speaker, and you have this this presentation, you could actually fill in. But if you're waiting to get booked, you know, that time where you're going to be filling in where someone's calling you the morning of or the day before and saying, hey, can you speak? Most likely you're going to say no, because you don't have your speech written. Well, I want to help you get your signature talk finally written. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to be hosting a program and all you got to do is get on the wait list. It's at speakandstandout.com forward slash SS which the SS stands for Signature Speech. You're going to get your speech written because you need to have it ready to go. I want you to be in a place where you feel empowered to say yes. But I also want you to feel confident with your presentation. Confident that it is using my three C's presentation process, which is compelling captivating, and most importantly, converting. And that's what we are going to be working on. So you want to get on the wait list so that you are the first person who's going to get notified when the program is open for people to sign up and learn more about. This is going to be a very intimate program. And I'm going to walk each of you step by step through the process about how I write presentations, how I write a signature talk, so that you feel confident telling your stories. You know that your presentation is going to convert. You know what you're going to be pitching the audience. And I'm also going to share with you how to use my little seed planting pitching method because a lot of times organizers will say no pitching, but I've got a secret weapon to help you with that. So you definitely want to go sign up for that. So again, back to the feedback. Let's get that feedback, whether it's a small group or it's a larger group. It's, it doesn't matter what the size, what the size um, audience is that you're speaking to. Always ask for feedback because it's during that conversation that you'll also be able to ask for referrals, like who else does the meeting planner know that would benefit from this particular talk? And again, that is something that I'm going to be sharing inside of this signature speech program that I'm going to be starting 
very soon. So you want to get on the wait list. So until next time, I hope that you found that this this episode to be very valuable. And if you have any questions and comments, please hit me up with DMs over on Instagram. And if you're not following me on Instagram, I want to encourage you to follow me over there. I do stories, lots of posts. I'm very active over there. And my handle is down below in the show notes. But if you're just listening to this, not looking at the show notes right now, it is Lorianne.Mirabito. So till next time, I want you to be in demand. Thanks for hanging out with me. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And join me over in my private Facebook group for more tips, community, and free trainings. You'll find the link in the show notes. You can also help this podcast reach more listeners by leaving a review. And as a thank you, each month I pick one of my reviewers to win a free coaching call with me. So if you haven't done so already, please leave a review and you could be the next winner.